Welcome to We the People, a podcast giving a Christian perspective on news, politics, hot topics, and so much more. Hosted by Rodney Nesmith, worship pastor at New Life Fellowship in Lovelock, Nevada. This week, Pastor Rodney is joined by Derek Johnson, founder of the 1776 Nation. Together, they will discuss politics, Derek's time in the armed forces, and his country music career. The latest episode of We the People will start right after this quick commercial break. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy, because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Mm, Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. The Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. And now it's time for We the People. Here's Rodney. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is Rodney coming at you. We're the, I'm the host of the We the People podcast, and I've got a great guest tonight. His name is Derek Johnson. He is the founder of the 1776 Nation. He is an Army veteran and also a country music artist, which is very cool. And he's an advocate of American history and the Constitution. So there we go. Derek, thank you for being on tonight. I appreciate it. Well, it's good to be here. appreciate you having me. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about you. Uh, how long were you in the Army? And tell me a little bit about your service. Oh, yeah. So um, so I joined the Army. Uh, so I raised my right hand September 26th, uh, 2012. Um, and I was severely injured, so I had to uh, – I got out early. Um, actually fully retired to the Army. So a lot of uh, military guys out there, uh, you you know, you have some people that will go, how in the heck are you fully retired with only two and a half years of service? And I'm like, well, uh, go ask the Army that. But I've explained it every which way to Tulsa and back, but I was severely injured and um, I got out. My retirement date was set as November the 7th, but I had so much leave accrued that it pushed it over into January uh, 2015. So um, and like they tell you, when you when you take that leave, you uh, don't go home and sit on the couch and start eating ice cream and get lazy just in case you get called back. So uh, right. but I, was a, uh, I was a 14 Sierra Air Missile Defense uh, crew member, um, uh, 11th ACR Black Horse. So a lot of the a lot of the Vietnam era veterans uh, will remember the uh, mm-hmm. 11th ACR Black Horse. And uh, so I didn't get to serve as long as I wanted to. Uh, God had other plans and uh, it took me a while to actually process that but once uh all this kind of blew up for me over here on this end i'm uh sort of learning what god's plan was for me um and uh so i'm serving in a different capacity now and uh, i understand that you know i did i had full intentions uh you know i my intentions not god (laughs) right i had full intentions i had a, a warrant officer packet in for selection february 2014 and uh things happened before then and um, it just wasn't in God's plans, but uh, here I am, and you know I wouldn't be sitting here with you if uh, if it weren't if it didn't go that way. So exactly, exactly. Well, um, you know what? We never know. Well, I shouldn't say we never know. We find kind of find out God's plans sometimes, in spite of ourselves. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Instead, I push his button a little too much, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, been there, done that, and uh, sometimes probably still do, but. Yep. Uh, 
you know, and, uh, but yeah, that's cool. I love that. And uh, so tell me about this 1776 nation. Yeah. So uh, we actually, uh, you know, I'm one of those veterans that, as I said, I didn't get to serve as long as I wanted to. It Mm -hmm. took me a while to uh, get over that. Um, and, um, I've always been a connoisseur of history. I'm just, I was the, the kid that matter of fact, um, uh, my high school football coach was, uh, he's married to my relative. So he actually made me teach the class, uh, while he was preparing football, uh, oh, for the weekend at, at, you know, at 15 years old, 16 years old. So I love Crazy. history. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, um, it, you know, it's that small town USA too, but that's still, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just a connoisseur of history. Um, so I've always known the Constitution. I've always known military law. My grandfather was an Army veteran, and he loved the military law because it was different. Um, mm-hmm. And it was more strict, had more discipline to it. So, yeah. um, you know, and I go in the middle of nowhere in August, uh, this past this past August, and uh, hit Facebook Live, and boom, video goes globally viral. Um, wow. And next thing you know, I'm like, I mean, so Facebook deleted that profile um with no appeal process um it's with so it deleted the original video um even though uh one of my guys had already gotten a hold of it ripped it and got it saved right um and then i get back on facebook and had another video go same thing it so people were searching for me so i'm like Mm -hmm. i gotta come up with someone a name real quick you know (laughs) um and so i i don't know it just I was just searching and thinking, what can I do really fast and looked it up. Now uh, we've had some, I have so many fake profiles out there where people try to fake me and scam and fraud. Oh, and, I bet. and we have one out there now that, that took the, the 1776 nation on Facebook and they're trying to benefit off of, uh, you know, when I'm on radio and TV shows. So we had to change it to 1776 nation original. So we're going through a, a process right now where we're, um, uh, we've got some things we're going to revamp and I'm probably going to change the name completely just because I want to make it more cohesive with all my other names out there. Um, right. But I don't know yet. But other than that, I just had to come up with something real quick. And I thought, well, what better what better way than teaching our history than. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, I, so. I like the name. Yeah, that's very cool. And uh, so now you're you're trying to tell let people know about American history and our Constitution, correct? Well, a little different than that. I mean, there's yeah. there's something going on right now that that I think uh, I personally think uh, this is my opinion. But whether you're Christian or not, I personally think that should be the, you know, kind of like when you tear through the paper on Friday night and you're, you're running through it. Don't matter if you go get your butt whooped or not. Um, you know, that's not the point of it. The, the point is, is that uh, what's happening right now has a blueprint to it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a as, as I call it, the documents, but it's a blueprint an outline uh, with laws and orders of what's taking place. And it should be more of a revival in our nation, um, biblical or not, however you want to look at it. But it's a different kind of revolution that should be taking place. And I think people should be excited about it um, versus uh, angry and bitter and upset like like a lot of people get. Yeah. But, you know, so, no, it's not just the Constitution, but it's also showing people this this formula of how. Uh, Donald John Trump is still legally commander in chief by laws and orders. Um, mm-hmm. you got, you know, I tell people you don't have to like it, uh, but that's not my problem either. I'm just showing people the military side, the military laws, military orders, military regulations mixed with federal laws, statutes, mm-hmm. acts and codes. 
that formed this blueprint of how Donald Trump did it the same way Franklin D. Roosevelt did it. Um, mm -hmm. And military is different. And we actually have a piece of paper uh, that the United States Supreme Court uh, wrote it. It was passed in the 2017 National Defense Authorization Act. It's an act, the Military Justice Act. It's the very first piece of paper in U.S. history that backs what our founders did when they established the military first. And it clarifies three things inside of it. It clarifies military law separate from civil law. It right. clarifies president is separate from commander in chief. And it clarifies that commander in chief, which is Article 2 of the Constitution, is separate from federal government, which is Article 3 of the Constitution. And uh, so that's what is the most important. And we have too many Americans who they you'll hear them in conversations saying, oh, that's that's our Constitution. And I'm like, tell me what Article 2 of the Constitution says. And they can't tell you a thing about it. They can't right. tell you about it. So they can they know the name, but they don't know any of its literature. Um, right. The same thing with with there's a you can go, people can go to Google. Um, this has kind of become one of my like things I do on every show. But I say, hey, 68 to 75 percent of Americans on average, Google shows cannot simply name the three branches of government. So if you can't just name them. You really can't argue, fuss, cuss, gripe, whine, moan, debate, argue, or anything. If you can't name the three branches of government, then you don't know who writes the law, who passes the law, and who interprets the law. Um, right. And um, and that's where we've gotten. And Americans have also gotten in this transit. They don't realize they've been enslaved to a doctrine, a, a flip doctrine that has nothing to do with the Constitution, that they live their life every four years of drama and drama and drama when all it is is a federal corporation meant to do that. It's meant to drain their minds. It's meant to drain their emotions. It's meant to do that. Um, and how do you change that? And we, we have a formula. There's an operation taking place and we need Americans to understand what's going on via that operation where they can meet the military in the middle. Um, when president Trump delivered the speech, we're taking the power from Washington DC and giving it back to the people, but they ain't going to give it back mm -hmm. to the people. So the people know what to do with it. That's yeah, that's very true. They, they they don't want the they don't want the people running the show like it's supposed mm -hmm. to be. They've got the power and they want to keep the power because they like the power. They're addicted to it. And, you know, they don't want the people having the power again because that takes them out of the out of the way. Well, that's the federal corporation. But right now yeah. we're in a we're in a military occupancy. Um, and, and how Americans don't want to know that is beyond me, but most of them don't understand, once again, the Constitution, and they don't understand the Law of War Manual, which are two completely things, different things. And I show that how we're in a, we're in a continuity government. It's all, it's all in federal continuity directives. Um, and people say, well, how do you know to start with this one? I'm like, because it, it tells you right in the very first page that says anything prior to this is canceled. So a lot of people only know that. You, uh, I might be springing that on you. I'm not sure, but uh, there's there's you, you are you are to an extent, yes. Okay, well, <laughs> but not but not completely. Okay, well, but there's so there's federal continuity directives in place. The first one came uh, January 17, 2017, and it clearly outlines all three branches of government in a continuity government. The most recent uh, manual came out uh, April 2023, and it's inconsistency with Donald Trump's Executive Order 13961, which is the Federal Mission Resilience Strategy. So if he's a former president, why in the heck is a uh, quote unquote administration, Biden administration, two and a half years into something? How come they haven't implemented anything? But they're not real. It's not a real administration. Um, it's a World War II history repeat 
And that's why the Constitution is so important right now. Everybody in this country is watching World War II history repeat itself by laws and orders. And President Trump laid all that out. Um, now, it takes a while to dissect it. Um, it takes sure. a lot of me babbling my mouth um, more than <laughs> more than a host. Um, and I don't like to do that in a different way. But there's only one way to like outline it. But sure, um, there's bullet points, the federal continuity directives. You know, and I tell people there's two two powers in the nation that we've established. You got the federal government and the military. All right. When but but they're separate and people don't understand that. People think that the military works with the government. No, the military protects the Constitution. And they were supposed to in years past, they were supposed to have the backbone to remove a president that goes against the Constitution. If they go that's, against that's the correct. That is correct. All right. And Congress as well. So mm -hmm. and, and we haven't had that. And luckily now. We have that going on, and there's what I call uh, receipts of it. People want to say, well, how do you, how can you prove it? I'm like, because they're receipts of it. But you got to know how the military works in order to see those receipts, um, like the aircraft in the sky. The National Guard have been out of their state jurisdictions and U.S. jurisdictions every single day since the order was given in March 2020. That's a receipt. But people that don't know how the military works and how the National Guard works wouldn't know that and wouldn't believe it if they don't know that. Uh, but so, like I tell people, two powers. When the federal government's in a continuity of government, that means the Constitution is paused or suspended, if you will. Not suspended in a bad way. It's just paused is a better term. Right. Okay. That's why they keep hammering President Trump. That's all planned, too. The media is under a code, too. But when they say uh, something about terminate the Constitution, it's an optic for people to know. We're in a military occupancy. When the federal government's in a continuity government, to the, the, it's not terminated, but it's paused, the Constitution. Mm -hmm. The law of war manual is then in place with the military, and the military is in what they call a military occupancy. That's all found in the law of war manual. Now, if Americans won't even look up the three branches of government, they're definitely not going to read a 772-page manual of that's the military true. occupancy. So, But that's what's going on. President Trump is acting as commander in chief right now in separate roles. That's why the military justice act is so important. So let me just show you a timeline really quick. June 12, okay. 2015. June 12, 2015, the law of war manual was issued. Donald Trump rolls down the escalator four days later, the famous escalator, four days mm -hmm. later. No coincidence. No coincidence, right? All right. New law of war manual, freshly issued. He comes down. The military justice act that I was just talking about. United States Supreme Court wrote it in 2016, but didn't pass until 2017. They wrote it before they went into a continuity government. That's very, very key and important. All right. Okay. Then you have uh, the 20 uh, in December 2016, very important act that came out, the Global Manitsky Act. That's the real Durham report. This whole Durham stuff is just a facade to roll people through. As they clean out the federal government, they clean out all of what's going on. That Global Manitsky Act is very, very important. Then you fast forward. January 17, 2017 was the first issue. It's called Federal Continuity Directive 1. Federal Continuity Directive 2 came out June 2017. But inside of those, they tell you those are the canopies or the umbrellas, if you will. Okay. Those are your two operational. One is the outline. The other is the implementation phase. Uh, they're the only ones that have the dates within the federal register.gov. FCD1 says it's to run from 2018 to 2022. And FCD2 
is 2020 to 2024. That's so that tells you when there's a book in it started okay. here and this is where it's going to end. All right. Then you go to t- January 20, 2017. President Trump tells the people we're transferring the power from Washington, D.C. back to the people. He has two military officers that come up behind him. Very key and important. This was an optic, what we call an optic in the military. Two officers right here on their headbands, military intelligence, judge advocate generals. When he says we have it all, we've caught them all. We, military intelligence, who collects all the evidence? Who collects data? Who collects the, the evidence of crimes? Military intelligence. Who judges that in a court martial in a military commission, military court, judge advocate general? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yep. So then you have five more of those that came up under those um, continuity directives. The first one was issued, that FCD one was issued by the government publishing office. The rest of them are found under FEMA.gov. On every page of those, every front page of those booklets, Department of Homeland Security and FEMA. All right. Those are very key because what just happened with the Title 42, Title 42 has not Jack Dilly squat to do with immigration whatsoever. It's it's to do Title 42, Section 265 is all about communicable diseases. And it was all about a pandemic. All right. Mm-hmm. But when you go read inside of that thing, President Trump had two executive orders. Uh, he had multiple ones that amended these, but he had two executive orders where he declared national emergencies with Venezuela and Nicaragua. All right. When you go read the, the memorandums put out by FEMA and Department of Homeland Security back in January and February, right before we went into this, FEMA said they're terminating their emergency, not the National Emergency, emergency Act that President Trump initiated. So but inside there. People won't read this stuff. They they talk about Nicaragua, Haiti, Cuba, and also Venezuela. The closest one of those to Del Rio, Texas, and the border is fifteen hundred and thirty six miles. All right, it's not mess. It's not. I'm cowboy. I'm Texan. It's not Mexicanos coming across the border. Correct. It's it, correct. They're, they're setting this imagery up because people don't read it. People go read. They go wait. Holy crap. They go Google if they critically think, wait, the closest one of these countries is 1,536 miles. The other two, they'd have to cross the Gulf of Mexico to get there. So how did they Mm -hmm. get there? So you have all these things that people aren't paying attention to. And it was these are distractions. So Donald Trump, there's two ways to look at it. You got people like me who read and nerds and we read them. We read that (laughs) borders when Trump held this little he'd hold up the executive order and he had. Yeah. Right. That was meant for people to go read it. They don't go read it because they want other people to do it. Mm -hmm. All right. So you got me who reads it. Then you have the people who don't. The people who don't have to be wakened in a certain way. However, it affects them. They have to understand their individual responsibilities. But Donald Trump, by laws and orders, became a wartime president in March 2020. And this is why the Military Justice Act is so important. It's also why it's important to understand not all people in the military know what's going on because why are they serving? What's their motives? Also veterans. There's a lot of veterans out there that say this stuff ain't happening yet because they didn't serve with the right intentions. Now that don't mean that they don't have a good heart, but if they don't know military law and if they don't know military regulations and military orders, then why did they serve? So in March, 2020, when president Trump says, if they're going to investigate me, they got to investigate every president before me immediately. He's talking about because most of the laws he's using aren't the laws that he passed. They weren't the, the con- his Congress, his Congress is before. 
And so in March 2020, he did that. He used the same law that Franklin D. Roosevelt. A lot of people don't know this, but Roosevelt told Congress he didn't ask Congress. Roosevelt told Congress it is my duty under Article two of the Constitution to protect the people and also to use my military. And if you don't do something, I will. And who do you think the military is going to listen to you, Congress or me, the commander in chief? Commander in chief. So Congress gave Roosevelt the power to restructure the executive branch where a president can declare war. Now, Mm -hmm. I know what the Constitution says about that. That's not up for debate. But it's like President Trump says, I didn't write that. That's what I'm paraphrasing him. He didn't Mm -hmm. write it. He didn't pass it. They're using what's on the books to reverse all this crap out and to dismantle the federal corporation and dismantle these career politicians. It's kind of like a coder. You know, sometimes when you're right. coding, in order to, to change something, you got to figure out what they did and go and, and then use that in reverse and reverse it out sometimes and mm-hmm. then start on a clean slate. So Roosevelt established 50 U.S. Code, which is war and national defense. All right. In 50 U.S. Code, Chapter 33, Section 1541, it specifically says when a president cannot enforce the law, he can by national mercies declare war. That's what Donald Trump did. He has 12 national mercies with uh, well, 12 executive orders with national mercies. All right. Now you got people out there say, well, national mercies get passed from one president to the next. They ain't supposed to. They're called a national emergency for a reason. They weren't supposed mm-hmm. to be passed and passed and passed. They're supposed to be an emergency. Congress is supposed to have a joint resolution to address it and the president terminate it. That ain't supposed to be passed down from what 20 and 30 years out. And the only president who's, who's terminated a national emergency is Donald John Trump. He terminated one. So he became a wartime president when he federalized one million National Guard to act to duty. That is a direct order. All right. That's what people are struggling with out there is they saying that he federalized them for COVID. If you go read those federal continuity directives and you go read his 2017 national security strategy, you'll see that COVID was actually planned by the good guys with the intention of keeping people at home where they can move the military in and clean off the streets and clean off the the homeless. Everything that he's been projecting, the 75 and 85 percentile that he said we're going to decimate street crime by. That the FDA, the CDC, and the NIH are the ones that went against Donald Trump and Moderna and all these other shots that were not authorized hmm. by the president. If you and I'll show you how. But first thing people need to know, Mark, when he fed, when he federalized one million, that's that's a direct military order. Mm-hmm. As long as he's doing the three S's, showering, shaving, and the other word, as the military <laughs> calls it. Yeah. He is in full command of that. Orders are either re- so laws are either revised or revoked. Orders mm-hmm. are either mission accomplished or rescinded. All right. That was a direct military order. Mm-hmm. Then he put it in a federal order in executive order 13912. That order has been extended out to March 2024. So that shows Biden is a cog. Uh, there's three things that shows you that. President Trump, when you become a wartime president, you have this thing called war powers of the president. He can shut down TV, Internet, radio and closing of government facilities. Well, everybody has receipts of that. Everybody was told in January 2021, they they were told the the whole two weeks before 
the the quote unquote inauguration, they were told that they were putting a fence around the Capitol building for the protection of the inauguration. Why is the fence mm-hmm. still there? Why is yeah, two and a half question? Why is it still closing? There's a receipt closing of a government facility. The Treasury Department's in Texas. The FBI building's a ghost town in D.C. The IRS building's a ghost town in D.C. I just filed recently for uh, something uh, on uh, on an LLC recently. No fee for it. Okay, so there's there's some things that show you. All right, the other receipts are when he's in 2020, March 2020. The 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 mainstream media said, "Are you a wartime president?" Why in the heck are they asking him that? Why would mainstream media be bookmarking that? Are you a wartime president? Well, yes, I believe I am. 47 U.S. Code 606 is actually titled War Powers of the President. All right. He has powers that no other president can have during that time. All right. So there's your time stamp on that. And it shows that. So when you look at what happened and you go back and you look at those federal continuity directives, they outline everything. Emergency communications. They outline even like these 50 senators who just got that emergency phone. All right. Emergency communications. If you go back and read those and you go back to March 30th, right after March 27th. So March 13th, he gave a verbal national emergency. Mm -hmm. March 27th is when he gave the federal command and put it on paper and also the verbal command of the the one million National Guard. Three days later, he's in a press conference. So this is why people, when they get mad and say, oh, the president he oh why did why well, why did he support the jab? We well, gotta know what jab he's talking about. March thirtieth, twenty twenty. He's in a press conference. It's on the TrumpArchives.gov. All right, everything I show people are .gov and .mil sites. There's nothing that's a .com, .net, .biz, mm-hmm. .gov, .mil. He specifically put put it out there. There's three pharmaceutical companies. One of them's called Teva. The other one's uh starts with an S, and I can't remember the other name of the other one. Uh, It's all there, though. It's also verbally. You can see him talking about it on YouTube. He specifically said at that point, and people have to always go back to that point and put themselves in that point. He specifically said the government has been administered 30 million doses on one drop, 1 million on another, and 6 million. The 30 and the 6, so the 36 million were 36 million doses of hydroxychloroquine. The 1 million was chloroquine. All right. That's the jab that President Trump was endorsing. Mm -hmm. The other thing that he did was went to a military installation for his treatment. That man's a billionaire. If I was going to cut a military joke right now, if if I didn't know what was going on, if I was going to cut a joke right now, I'd say you wouldn't go to a military installation jokingly. But we have our own medical facilities. We have our Mm -hmm. own medical research. We have our own life in the military. It's separate from civilian world. Yeah. Gave people optics. He he said never again will we voice to the public what's going on with our military, because if the if the public finds out, guess who else finds out? But he didn't say he wouldn't proclamate in different ways. See, he drops code language for guys like me who can decode it. All right. right. Like the word like Mars. People think the red ball in the sky. Mars stands for military auxiliary radio system. All right. There's little things that he says in speeches that I can decode the, the mess out of it. And, and show you by laws and orders. But there's there's we're in a clear continuity of government. We're in a clear military occupancy. And President Trump is acting as commander in chief. And he did something no other president even has done. Even even Roosevelt didn't do. He gave the equal authority to the secretary of defense.
for the Secretary of Defense to authorize regular armed forces and National Guard as well in Executive Order 13919. Um, and there's receipts of all this. There's so much stuff that you can show. Um, and then the World War II history with Biden. All right. Biden is what they call a, a Commonwealth Act 671. All right. You can go back to World War II. Roosevelt in the U.S. did this. They put a puppet in to meet the media and the press for the Philippines while the actual president is in what they call exile. And the U.S. and Roosevelt flew him back and forth from the Philippines all during World War II and kept him safe and protected him. All right. It's called a Commonwealth Act number 671. And you can look it up on Gazette.gov. And I can't remember. Just I tell people, go to Google, type in Gazette.gov, comma, you know, Commonwealth Act 671. And it'll okay. pull that up. But it sounds far fetched for people. But at the same time, at what point were we, we were a snowball headed for hell, as the saying is, because of our federal government had reached such a level where it's at. And people don't realize it's in modern history. Uh, 1968, we left the gold standard at. Right. We didn't have, we we stopped back in our dollar with gold um, mm -hmm. and, and Congress made the, the dollar as valuable as they wanted or as invaluable as they wanted. So right. there's so much stuff that shows that we had to, someone had to step in. Mm -hmm. And thank God the military had the backbone, men and women. This ain't just a bunch. I tell people it ain't a bunch of guys beating their chest trying to look cool. Finally, we had enough men and women around the world who stepped up. That's why you saw President Trump walking in North Korea. That's why he walked in front of the queen, right. dismantling the queen, the crown. Uh, that's why um, he was playing with the, the Pope's hand, right? Messing with his hand. All right. So they're taking down the Vatican. Um, and th this is a biblical operation. When he moved Jerusalem, when he moved the capital and declared it Jerusalem, um, you know, of Israel. Right. It's that stuff didn't just happen. That wasn't just another four years of a presidency. Mm -hmm. There's a line that was drawn in the sand. The law war manual, the Military Justice Act and the Federal Continuity Directives, and they all outline that. And there's one more thing, and I'll shut up because I'm not going <laughs> to take your show. But, you know, is this military. Um, let me see. right. Yeah, right here. I don't wear it when I'm typing, uh, but this is a memorial bracelet for a sergeant of mine. And okay. one of my, my one of my sergeants told me but even before I went viral, was like, man, you got a voice in country music. Use it um, and, you know, always honor. Uh, our brothers and our sisters, and especially the ones who take the fall. So there's one way. Mm -hmm. this, this next thing I'm about to say has some dark humor to it. Um, for because this guy always he used to walk around saying, "Hey boys, it sucks to suck, don't it?" Uh, <laughs> but but still, it's the United States Army who performs all inauguration services for the president. All right, we were the first established branch, um, mm -hmm. and we have jokes around that. But still, we were the first established branch. It's the United States Army, 3rd Infantry Division, known as the Old Guard, the official presidential salute battery. We use four cannons for inaugurations. You can get on YouTube and go all the way back to JFK. You'll see four cannons for inaugurations. It's also the United States Army who performs all the funeral services for the presidents. All right. We use they use three cannons for that. All right. So and you can find that on USState.gov backslash whatever. You, can, you have to do the same thing on Google. Go to USState.gov. Right, right. All right. So it's the it's the army. So on January 20th, 2021, just when the whole world thought orange man bad rode off into the sunset. Oh, all the liberals. Thank God he's finally gone. Yeah, hey. Put on pause there. It's a uh, let old military guy right here. Tell you uh, wrong, wrong, wrong. All right. 
on the joint base Andrews, Donald John Trump rolls off a Marine one on a red carpet rollout. And on the fourth ruffle, this is how particular the military is, four, dun, 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 four of those. The 21-gun salute and hail to the chief are supposed to start simultaneous. All right, why are they playing hail to the chief for, for a man who's who's riding off to the sunset? Um, he didn't. Donald John Trump had four cannons. He had a full-grade constitutional and military regulation inauguration service. Now, let's go to the other side of town. This is where I'm disappointed in veterans out there, that don't, that, especially the ones that say this ain't happening or didn't happen. Didn't mm -hmm. This is why I went viral. This is why my video went viral, because I was really calling all veterans to step their butts up to the plate and how they okay. didn't see this. So you go to the other side. They were doing one live feed that day, and then they had one that was pre-recorded because I know a lot of people that know Charlie Ward. Some don't, but he had he aired this. He aired on his show eight hours before it ever aired on the U.S. They had it in Spain. He was already showing it. He has his time stamp. All right. Time stamped now. Wow. The inauguration over in Spain. All right, it's timestamp. You can't argue with timestamps, right? right? It's like I tell people, you can't argue with timestamps and bookmarks. Timestamp. He aired this over there. They'd already were airing it. It was pre-recorded. All right, and it was a perfect setup. This is all military occupancy. It's all perfect. Everything the military's done is so perfect, and it was to distract people and keep the continuity of government going. Right, where they're cleaning mm -hmm. out all this other stuff going on because of what Donald Trump declared war on. He declared war on all kinds of trafficking and human rights abuse. That's what people aren't seeing. So military, anytime a president rolls by you, even a commander, a, a colonel, a general, whatever, any kind of, any kind of dictatorship like that rolls by, you are saluting. All right. Mm -hmm. It'd be different if one or two privates, dumb privates were standing around. They didn't salute the motorcade when it by. They'd get their butt chewed and their, you know what, handed to them. Yeah. All these National Guard never saluted the quote unquote motorcade that they showed Biden was in. That's a huge no, no. The other mm -hmm. side were all actors. That's why COVID was so planned perfectly was these these masks they were wearing. We I never got to wear gator net when I was in the army and I was in some cold, cold temperatures. And they never let us wear what we call it gator nets, what we call our mask. All right. Yeah. That was planned perfect where someone couldn't say, hey, that's my cousin Jimmy up there. He ain't in the military. Perfect. But their uniforms are all jacked up. Some are wearing multi-cam camo pattern with a ACU vest with all kinds of jacked up insignia that is not military, gloves that had American flags on them. That's not regulation. The Army, mm -hmm. the only flag we have is right here. Right. Then some of them weren't wearing covers. Some of them were outside. That's a no-no. Most mm -hmm. of them were not in unison. All right. The other thing. Joe Biden, when he raised his right hand, 11.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is a violation of the 20th Amendment of the Constitution. All right. Then he didn't touch the wreath over the grave of the unknown soldier. And there's a soldier standing right by the wreath without a cover on. All their uniforms were not in unison. And then the most beautiful thing you could ever see in the world. On January 20th, 2021, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., the one that, that all the kids want to touch his hairy legs in the pool, received a full-grade military Funeral service, three cannons. Explain that, people. That's what I want to tell people that say this ain't happening. Three mm -hmm. cannons. It's a military. It's a three volley salute. It's not even a 21 gun salute. And the, the U.S. Army, U.S. State.gov funeral page shows you it's not a 21 gun salute. It's a three volley salute. They call it a salute, but it's not. The firing of three volleys is a military funeral service. And that's what Joe Biden received. So everybody's watching. 
the most biblical wow. and historical operation. It's a covert operation. It's a sting operation. That's why the military wanted Donald John Trump, because Trump is the only person who's ever done this. He went in, he had a strong economy, and he had a $770 billion defense budget, and he did not start one single war. So nobody can ever walk in there now and say it can't be done. And that's the hardest thing that veterans are going to have to cope with. And we're going to have to deal with that in our community is the fact that every war since Korea was man-made from bullcrap and money. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and so, but that's what everybody's watching is the dismantling of the federal corporation. And we're defined as a federal corporation in 28 U.S. Code 3002. So, you know, what I talk about with the Constitution law a lot of these laws and orders support the Constitution, but a lot right. of them don't. And that's what they're having to clean out. And that's what they're doing. Um, and it's a lot deeper than that. I mean, there's a there's a prime outline that shows what's going on and how they're doing it. Uh, but people have to be willing to listen and not get mad and not get, you know, this is not a Republican thing. This is a Republican Democrat. They're cleaning out both sides of the aisle. Um, and people have to be open to, to understanding what's going on because it ain't stopping. We're, we're seven years into it. Right. We're almost we're really on the backside of what President Trump called the storm we're on the backside of it. Everybody's watching the the draining of the swamp is really what it is. Um, but and everybody should be excited about it. It really benefits everybody. No matter what color, well, man, if, if, if that's race. the case, I'm excited. <laughs> you should be. I'm telling you, like I'm telling you, like it. I yeah, I can't ever, you know, I, I try to contain my excitement because I know I get it. People have died. I get that. But I'm the very one that talks about that. Those soldiers that got killed in the state of Alabama from the Tennessee National Guard, they're operating under a wartime zone. OK, and people mm -hmm. have to get this out of their mind that, that you can't have war in the U.S. That's exactly what they died under. So there's no state emergency in Alabama. There's no state emergency in Tennessee. So what were the Tennessee National Guard doing operating in Alabama? And they got killed. So someone got that knock on the door that one of my great aunts received years ago and had right. the, the hat on. The, it doesn't matter where you are. And people have to understand that it has nothing to do with going to Afghanistan, nothing to do with Iraq, Syria, Egypt, Kosovo, Bosnia, all the places that, that we've been in recent years. Uh, Korea, it, it has nothing to do with that. It has every bit of the, to do with what's taking place by laws and orders. And the laws and orders and individuals show you. Same thing. Here's another one real fast. Title 10. When I raised my right hand, I swore in under Title 10. I, Derek Johnson, do solemnly swear to support and defend the Constitution. It says the Constitution first. It mm -hmm. goes on to say or obey the orders of the president and officers appointed over me. But it's the Constitution first. All right. That's Title 10. The only person who can federalize the National Guard Act of Duty, President of the United States of America. That's 10 U.S. Code. Chapter 1204, uh, 12406, excuse me, 12406. Same title 10. All right. People, who was the president January the 6th and 17th, 2021? Nancy Pelosi has no say so in the military. That's all an optic. That's calling out Pelosi and all these corrupt people who didn't mm -hmm. want to, to take, to come over on the right side all that time period. They're exposing them. She has no say so in what the military does whatsoever. No representative does. And the governors only have control of their National Guard for state emergency right. only. All right. right. January 6th and 17th are when the National Guard rolled into D.C. 50 states 
The first time in history, all 50 states were in one location at the same time. Donald John Trump is the only person who could have given that order. He gave it in March 2020, though. It wasn't given right then in January. The order was the federalization of the one million National Guard. <laughs> we're way back here in March 2020. And it was not for the inauguration. That was all an optic for people. They're still operating. They're out of their they're out of their state jurisdictions every single day. I watch the flight app all day, every day. All right. Mm -hmm. They're out. I have 30 plus 30,000 plus photos in documents and on my phone over here. My phone tells me all day, every day, hey, your iPhone storage is up, right? So yeah. they told people back then the National Guard were coming to DC for the protection of inauguration. How come they're still out of their states? How come he's the only one who can federalize it? How come that order is extended out to March 2024? How come? And how come Biden, if he's real, how come he don't tell you what's going on with he didn't. It was Trump who said he'd never tell it again. So how come the National Guard are dying? You know, then he flip it serious again. How come we lost soldiers in Alabama? All right. What are they doing if I don't know what I'm talking about? Right. You know? And that's where it gets serious. And I get it out there. I try not to be too hot, happy and excited because people do lose their lives over sure. this. But that the flip side, it should be exciting in another way because everybody who's living and breathing, we're living through world history, not just U.S., not just state, but world history. And it's all outlined. And every war has a line in the sand that shows where the, you know, the line was drawn and what took place and when it kicked off and then a bookend. Right. And that's what everybody's watching. Uh, now, most people want to know what the end goal is. I'm like, well, the end goal is to, to end all those national mercies. It'll, it'll be a clean slate. Our elections will be uh, clean again. It'll be a voter ID, one, one day voting. Um, there's going to be a clean out. And it's all in orders. There's orders for everything. And it's beautiful. And every single order that President Trump issued a national mercy in has all been extended past September 2023 all the way into 2024. Wow, dude, you're sorry. blowing my mind. Sorry, sorry. For, mind. Yeah, I apologize. I don't know. I tell people no, I don't in a good to, way. In a good way. Well, I mean, I don't know how to condense. There's no way to condense. You right. can and you can't, right? It's like, mm -hmm. but no, I get it. I, dude, man, I'd love to hang out with you. I'd learn some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tell you, like, it's that's why they call me Rattletrap because I'm, you know, my. <laughs> My my security guy, so I have to have security now. It's so funny, but I had my security guy asked my manager and my own business manager uh, was like, he asked her, you know what a rattle trap is? And she was like, you know, I guess I don't after all the time. And so my my buddy had he actually had a, a lure and he showed her, he sent a picture, and he's like, This is a rattle trap. Uh, we're on we're on Zoom and uh and I'm like, I told her before he showed her, I was like, Yeah, it's a bait that when it's underwater, it makes this rattling sound, it gets all the fish's attention, and it just depends mm -hmm. on which one's hungry or not. Um, but uh anyway, I was like, once I start rattling, yeah. you can't shut me up. What hey, no, yeah, you know what? That this good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Um, well, the good thing is is it it's like I tell people, you know, it's no different than being a Christian or liking country music or not, or whatever. You know, I can't make people like country. I can't make someone be a Christian. I can't. Correct. And you shouldn't have to because making someone you, sh you shouldn't have to either. Absolutely. Uh, but the key thing with this is that once again, I this course my hotel. But, you know, it's like I can provide receipts because everything I'm showing people I don't have subscriptions for. 
and they're all on .gov and .mil sites. It's just really my service beyond my service, and it's just an oath that I took. And um, and I, if God wants me to eat steak at night, He'll provide. If He doesn't, um, I don't complain eating uh, ramen noodles <laughs> and uh, you know Waffle House or something. Right, uh, right. You know, when I tell people, because people just don't understand, I think that's the other thing is a lot of people out there don't understand how someone could care so much about something that doesn't benefit you monetarily speaking. Um, right. And I'm like, well, if you understood, yeah. if, if they understood, there was no way with the heart I have and the, and the uh, honesty I have, there's no way I would have been able to tell this in service because I would be keeping my oath and it would oh, be yeah. a, it would be a breach of national security. Right. So. You know, I found my purpose. I now I now see why God took me out. Um, I saw a lot of stuff while I was in that built up mm-hmm. and added to it. And um, so, you know, it, but it is there. There are receipts. And it's just a matter of people. If they there's a guy that came up to me in Texas in March and I, I, I done made him famous. I told him he ought to write a book now. But <laughs> um, he said, my name's Reed and I don't like to read. Uh, so I appreciate all of your repetitive videos because I learn something every time via audio. And right. uh, so he was like, uh, if you want to use that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to use that on every show now. So there I know go. there's people who don't like to read. I get it. Mm-hmm. But seeing is believing. And, you know, I can show oh, yeah. it. We order. Here's where it says that. Here's right, what right. this means. Um, and it's in receipts. So. Well, and that that's that's the way you prove it, too, is you say, hey, I've got. I'm not just spewing, you know, baloney from my own brain here. I've got, this is actual stuff. It's real, you know, It is, and that's where you can, and that's where you can take the detractors and kind of put them on their heels because once you've got proof in front of them going, okay, now tell me I'm wrong. Well, exactly. And like I tell them, you don't have to like it, but you can't dispute this. This is how our government operates. And if you don't like it, then you're complaining to the wrong person anyway. There's that three branches of government. There's that three branches of government. You need to go down to your local congressman or your local right. representative and, and put it in their ear. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Not exactly me. Right. That's not my role and job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just showing you what is. And you go complain to somebody else. Classic case of shooting the messenger, you know. Bingo. Absolutely. <laughs> but okay, now how tell me how this uh country artist thing came about. Oh, I know. You know, people are like, how in the world? Which one came first? Like, <laughs> well, actually, I mean, of course, I like like I said, my dad's a veteran. My my grandfather's a veteran. My uncle's a veteran. My great uncle's mm-hmm. a veteran. My great grandfather. I'm a son of the Confederacy and son of the revolution. So it's always that's always been in the family. Right. That's right. Just, right, uh, right. And, and I don't look at it as I mean, it is a service. Sure. Sure. But it's also it should be in our hearts all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now. Like I say, I don't think that everybody has to know all the laws and orders like I do in the sense, but they have to have a sense of something where at least they know someone like me knows it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and if they can't quote a date or something, they need. so that's the way it should be, in my opinion, that everybody should walk around knowing that foundation and sure. have an appreciation for that. Um, so this has always been that for me. And then mm-hmm. I go, and of course, my dad told me as a kid, he's like, when people say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like a country music singer. And my dad's like, he get tell me, son, that's not a real job. You know, And after, <laughs> after my first billboard hit, I'm like, well, is it a real job now or what? Uh, you know, so, you know, and so after the second one, he was finally like, well, I have to tell you what, I admire you sticking to your guns, but 
uh, he did think I was crazy there for a while. There's an old oh, Alan Jackson song that, that talks about to do what I do is the name of it. And, and he's like, yeah, my mom and dad wonder where my good sense went when he, I mean, I've been evicted for not making rent, made my mom and dad wonder where my good sense went. Well, yeah, my dad used to, he, he had to come get me out of Nashville twice because, because of that reason. And, and uh, you know, of course, I did sleep in my truck as much as I could. And, uh, you know, crash couches as many times as I could, eating buying the sausages and uh, saltine crackers, and you know, and mm-hmm. but it just uh, my grandfather and Hank Williams Sr. were at, at the time they didn't call it roommates, but they were boarding mates together in Mobile, Alabama. Hank Williams, okay. mm-hmm. um, and so my grandfather had already been touring the same circuits, though it wasn't that he met Hank and and it got right. in that way, um, they both toured the same circuits. Um, and, um, back then, see people today don't realize back then it wasn't like it is now. It's not like he had all these agents and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and it, no, it was honky tonk bars and, yep. and things that, and the net in front of the stage where they could throw beer bottles if you stunk or exactly, something. Exactly. Exactly. So, right. And it was not the light. It, it wasn't for everybody. I mean, you had mm-hmm. to be tough. You had to be a tough guy. You had to be able to play pool too. My grandpa a lot of, won a lot of money by playing pool. Um, that's where I learned to play pool. Um, and, uh, but so it wasn't like that. So he got out of the industry, but he always played guitar and he taught my, uh, my aunt guitar, my mother piano. Um, and I learned, I, I picked up the guitar. Um, and, uh, so, you know, he just kept telling me as a kid, he was like, you know, you still have to dream cause you never know, uh, who, what dream's going to trickle through and you get to live that dream. And, uh, but he's like, you need to write. You need to learn to write. You need to learn the craft of writing. That's where you're going to separate yourself. Um, and so I moved to Nashville in 2007, and I got on the business side first, and I worked with a lot of artists, a lot of well-known artists, um, and just learned the craft, and I learned mm-hmm. the, the secrets. Uh, the, there's a lot of secrets to the – there's a there's a formula <laughs> to it. There's a formula. Oh, sure there's there a system. And uh, – I, I, I built a lot of trust and, you know, friends through that first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I tried, I did, I got a pub deal in 2011, but it just didn't pan out as like I wanted. I wasn't being pushed as hard as a writer. And uh, so uh, I left town and that's when I joined the military and I uh, felt maybe God may be calling me somewhere else. I did that. And then when I got injured, like I did, I'm like, well, man, where, where do you want what me? What now? Yeah. What now? And I'm, I'm, my dad's <laughs> like, you, I did it. I moved right back to Nashville, you know? And, uh, so anyway, that's when things got really, you know, at the time though, I wasn't a Christian, but I, I was, I always knew God and I was just one of those that would pick him up when I wanted to put him down. And, yeah. uh, but I did, I met, I ran into a hit producer that I'd known and he's like, man, you got a cool story and you, you know, you're tall, you're a good looking guy. And he was like, you know how to write. Um, and you know, all the people that we know, and he cut a record on me. And, um, of course it wasn't initially that we had to hit, uh, but the first hit came off of that. And I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I, I met all the right people. My billboard team is a, a cool team and, uh, they did something with me. They never, that ne- never been done before in country music, um, and billboard. And it wouldn't mean anything to the fans right now if we told that. So we're keeping that quiet in a good way. And I've been, what I've been doing is producing artists. Um, and, uh, male or female, I write all their, their songs. I produce okay. all of it. I get all the same musicians that are on all the hit records and my records in the same room. And, um, so I, and, you know, I, instead of tearing down the infrastructure and looking like a, a bad sport about it, 
I'm just using the infrastructure that's in place and uh, and putting that dream on on a male and female artist out there. So um, if you know, I tell people if you know anybody that hasn't gotten a break or or anything right. like that, my team's a pretty good team, and uh, we don't we don't do what most people do. I don't charge even a producer fee. Um, there's a lot of cool things we're doing to, to try to you know implement change in the industry as well. Um, so. I don't know, you know, it's like it, it just it just worked out, and it, I guess it was God's favor for me in a different kind of way. And I think mm-hmm. I'm the most blessed guy in the world. I get country music and politics, and you know, <laughs> there you go. It didn't hurt, um, you know. You you not you always gonna have some form of negativity. That's just expected. Oh, yeah. But it's, other than yeah. that, it's been pretty good. And you know, I think people expect it out of a cowboy to to you know be a you know, conservative cowboy and then country oh, yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, but yeah. anyway, that's kind of how it came about. And uh, of course, my grandfather passed before he got to see any of it. But, um, but you know, I thank him every time I walk out on stage. I, I think of him. I, I made kind of a not not a routine, but I, I put mm-hmm. this discipline in my life that um, I always think about him and and uh, be sure to honor him. And if it weren't for him, I who knows? Uh, yeah. But he's the one that taught me everything: uh, guitar, writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the industry so yeah well that's super cool super cool stuff and uh you know what man uh, you've been a stinking awesome guest i loved having you on when uh, uh shannon sent me your bio this morning you know because i told her side i need a guest i need a guest and she goes well, what about this guy and i looked at your bio i said yeah do it do it do it <laughs> and uh so i i was i'm super super glad that you were able to come on tonight uh, it's been it's been awesome i loved it well yeah thank you for having me and you know uh, like i said anytime i mean i i just like i said i apologize for talking so much but no 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 that i give when i give get when i get guests on and they've got subject matter i want to hear the subject matter i want to hear what they're doing what they're about and I want to give our listeners the chance to hear that too, without me buttoning in all the time and having my own agenda. I want to hear what the guest has to say, and uh, and let my let my listeners and viewers hear hear what they have to say. Well, I uh, I definitely appreciate that. I mean, I think it I think it's the most important thing right now because it shows the outline what's going on, and I think mm-hmm. it, it it empowers people. Once people learn that it empowers them, and uh, that when people buy into our system the right way when everybody buys in then all the other pressures go down on the government and we get more power back to us. Um, and, and me and you and others don't have to pull all the way. Uh, right. you know, that's what, that's what's been happening or we've been getting screwed over for, for not pulling as much weight mm-hmm. by yeah. career politicians and corporate and you name it. So yeah, they, they, they love the, that love to have the power. Exactly. And I think that's the most important thing is people understand that we everybody hears we the people and they're so fatigued from hearing that. But we we run this joint. Right. It's not organizations. It's not systems. It's not infrastructures. It's Mm -hmm. people. And God gave us the free will. And I just I don't want to stand in front of God and him go, well, I think you could have done more here. I want to stand in front (laughs) of him. Hey, well, you had a few bumps here, but you gave every day. Uh, everything you had in music, in writing, in politics, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather mm-hmm. be judged on uh, the bumps I have versus not doing as much as I can. Well, you know what, man? And, and we all have those bumps because we're imperfect from the word go. So, and the only perfection we can find is in God. So 
you know, and we ain't going to be perfect till we get to stand before him anyway. That's right. You know, so until then, we're still imperfect. And well, I tell, I tell everybody who's behind me, it's going to be a long wait. He's going to be a long wait. be like, hang on, hang on. <laughs> My turn. Hold on. It's going to be a while. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Oh no, it'll be all good, man. Well, you know what, Derek, man, I thank you so much for being on, especially on short notice. I appreciate it, and mm -hmm. I appreciate everything you've brought forward and talked about. Because, man, it's it's some mind blowing stuff, but it's stuff we need to know. Stuff we need to know for sure. Yeah, when people when they you know when they pause, they're gonna have to pause this video and write this stuff down. But that's all right. That's it, all right. When they do it and they go see it, man, they're gonna be like. Whoa, and that, of course I have everything on the the documents.info. It's like I have, and it's all free. It's, it's I I put it on PDF files, and it goes to individual tabs. Mm -hmm. um, and like I, I've had multiple people come up with it printed out. They want me to sign it and all that, which is cool though, because I'm like, you know what? I'm benefiting from what lawyers and and attorneys and legislators actually wrote. I didn't write any of this or pass it. <laughs> I wrote it in the blueprint. Sure, I put it in the right. order. And the ones that matter to do with military and the federal government of what's mm -hmm. going on. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's all there. The documents, not info. Um, and, of course, like I tell people, if they do want to support me, there's another Derek Johnson out there. He's a Christian artist. And that poor guy is getting pummeled. That guy is getting all kinds of mail. Um, and I've already apologized to him in a different way. But I tell people, if they do <laughs> want to support me, the best way to do it is music, uh, DerekJohnsonCountry.com. And, and that way... I'm being supported in a different way. Um, right. And, uh, you know, so because I don't, yeah, I won't ever charge a subscription for anything I didn't write or pass. But, you know, it's all there. And I think people, uh, you know, it'll see and they'll, they'll, they should jump up off the couch or whatever they're doing when they see yeah, it. Yeah, something. They should, they should want to anyway. Yeah. You know. Right. But, all right, man, Derek, I'm going to, we're going to wrap this thing up. I, again, I thank you for being on and I thank you for your service. Uh, whatever, however long it was, it's was still longer than I served. So I thank you for it. I appreciate it. And uh, we're going to, well, as for me and my listeners and watchers, man, thank you. And uh, God bless you. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, God will take care of the rest, man. He will definitely. So, and thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Maybe. And hopefully we'll have you on again sometime. That'd be awesome. I'll show up next time a lot longer. <laughs> I, I'm not even worried about that, man. I don't sweat that stuff. Cool. Well, definitely. I'd love to come back anytime. I appreciate that. Appreciate it, man. All right, brother. Thanks a lot. Derek Johnson, everybody. There he is right there. <laughs> so as for we, the people tonight, that's all we've got for you. So we'll be talking at you later and uh, tune in to the next episode and spread this episode far and wide. Get it in front of as many people as we can. Um, so that's all we've got for you tonight. This is Rodney from We The People signing off. Have a good night and God bless. <laughs>